Hey, Honeymooners, you can find ad-free episodes, Moshe's DJ sets, merch discounts, and so much more on our Patreon. Check it out at patreon.com slash endlesshoneymoon or click the link in the description of this episode. Welcome to the Endless Honeymoon podcast. That chewing that you hear in the background is our dog Pablo and Blanche, <laughs> carefully set designed by Natasha Legero with two carrots. My name's Moshe Kasher, and I'm the husband in this relationship. How you doing there, Tosh? See, if you're not listening to this on YouTube, you you don't even know what you're talking about. What do you mean? Most 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 of the time, podcasts don't really have visual jokes. But that was an audio joke. We could hear the disgusting oh, sound true. of these dogs chomping on their carrots. Chomping. Because I think it would look good if the dogs were all flanked on YouTube. <laughs> that is definitely one of your passions in life. <laughs> Tosh, we More had... More dog humor. We had a rough evening. Well, actually... I had a good evening. Well, all I can say is there was a moment in tonight's festivities where I have never been scared in our relationship. You got scared tonight? Well, we walked into the bathroom after dinner oh. and our daughter was on the <laughs> toilet and she had somehow gotten a colored pencil. Well, she does this thing to me where she's like, she's not done going to the bathroom. She wants privacy. She wants to lock the door. She wants to be in there by herself. She's not done. Right. So I kind of have gotten, she I, takes, I let her stay in yeah, there. Yeah, 20-minute dumps. Like uh, <laughs> like my dad with diverticulitis. <laughs> she's like, I'm not done yet. You got the sports section? <laughs> anyway, after the long, the long winding dump, we came... <laughs> I all I heard from the other room was I I saw the the I heard the door open and then I heard a sharp inhalation of of air from Natasha and just oh no. Well, I was trying to not make it sound like something really bad happened. Well, it did cuz I I No, I mean like, you know, like like when I screamed when there was a lizard in the house. You thought oh. like something had happened to the child. Well, yeah, she, Natasha does have this one particular scream <laughs> that to me sounds like your daughter is dead and I'm dying. <laughs> And so I run downstairs and they'll be like, there's a lizard in the house. Or well, like, that is gross. Yeah. Well, well, I was not equipped for that. No. I physically can't handle it. Like as soon as I get next to it, I start like honestly, one of my, jumping up and down. My goals. Yeah, it's very, it's a classic. It's a classic <laughs> image of a, of a lady jumping up and down in front of vermin. <laughs> one of my goals actually with our daughter is to find a way, and I don't know how to do it, to find a way to make sure that she never screams when there's a bug in the room. <laughs> I don't know how to do it, but I just feel like it'd be a... It'd well, first of all, a lizard's not a bug. And also, I saw a dead rat in my yard. Right. That's a little bit different. And that was like a little trauma. That was more traumatizing. I didn't scream. I just sort of went into like crisis mode. I think that a dead rat is does not pose a threat directly because it's dead. That's true. But I also It was think less of a threat than a live lizard. In the dining room. Well, it could give you that bubonic plague. But um, I do think that I figured out why we had a dead rat in our yard. Why? I killed a rat and I put it in our yard to scare you and to kind of make sure you know you're not really safe here. No, we have an owl in our neighborhood. There's an owl. Have you heard the owl? Mm -hmm. It's kind of a classic, almost a hacky owl, you know, late at night. Ooh, 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 ooh. And I think it was just like a rat. uh, The owl went for the rat and he dropped his dinner. Big bummer for that owl. Ugh. Anyway, this evening I heard, oh no. 
and I ran into the bathroom to see, and our daughter, our dumping daughter, had drawn in colored pencil all over the toilet, all over the tile, but most importantly, all over the what's the company? Oh, all over wallpaper. What's the company of the wallpaper? Um, Florence Broadhurst. The Florence Broadhurst <laughs> wall custom foil. T- <laughs> foil sheen <laughs> wallpaper that <laughs> Natasha had like imported and uh, it was I didn't have it imported well it felt like it and it it was definitely it was interesting because Natasha she, she didn't yell she didn't even actually you didn't even actually seem angry <laughs> but you're you were so upset that our child immediately started crying <laughs> You didn't really say anything. It was like much more effective. I was just sort of like gasping. Because like today, she, our kid, had started this new game where it was called like throw the ice, and like (laughs) she would grab ice out of a cup of orange juice and toss it over the kitchen, and I'll do a thing where I'll like grab her and sternly say like we don't do that, and she'll like straight up laugh in my face like (laughs) without no no just like it's the funniest thing in the world. This was she just started crying, and Natasha hadn't even said anything. And I went into the, I, I immediately, it was so clear how upset you were that I was like, Tosh, get out of here. <laughs> I wasn't that upset. I was like, you, you go, I'll take I care knew, of this. I knew, I, I wasn't upset. I was a little angry. And also I knew it wasn't a big deal. Do you love wallpaper more than our daughter? <laughs> Be honest. No, I was happy that she was okay. And that wasn't one of those level of problems. And it wasn't. You know, I just couldn't believe she did that because I she already knows not to do that. She knows how much you like Florence Nightingale <laughs> wallpaper, whatever it was, right? I just, I thought... At night, just to, to uh, bring down the fourth wall, at night, Natasha, rather than reading her picture books, will take her through um, sample f- f- binders of different wallpaper selections. <laughs> Say, now, this is a William Morris, <laughs> and this is an Hermes, and this is a Florence Narfen or whatever. Well, anyway, I'm glad that everything was okay. Oh, so you said that we had a bad a bad night. That but, well, actually, but you killed I it. I cleaned it off. You did not kill she, it. Cleaned it off. She cleaned it off. We clean all it, cleaned it off together. It was pretty impressive. Natasha's uh, Natasha said you have to clean it up, and so our little two year old. It was very cute. You can see it on Natasha's Instagram. Was in there scrubbing tile and Florence Nightingale <laughs> wallpaper, and it all came off. And she and then she got like proud of herself. She's like, I'm in charge. I'm cleaning up, and it was actually ended up pretty sweet. Yeah. And here we are podding. Speaking of sweet, we have truly one of the sweetest people on our podcast. In fact, so sweet, her nickname is Sweet Beth. She has a brand new HBO Max special that's out right now. She's one of the funniest stand-ups in the game. She is so funny. She's written on things like Chris Ashing, Another Pizzeriad. She's written on a ton of stuff. She's a great stand-up. You can just go watch her clips on her Instagram. I was dying. Go watch her HBO Max special. It's available right now. Or you know what? Stick around because we're about to call her and talk to her. It's the one and only. Beth Stelling. Hello. <laughs> Hi, Beth. <laughs> Hey, Beth. Beth, you have such a good laugh. Oh, thanks. You guys make me laugh. So, how's it going? Gonna be good. How's your pan? How's my how's, my, how's Japan? How's my, how's your pan? <laughs> <laughs> Natasha decided my- that the pandemic is called pan like last week. <laughs> 
And so she's been asking people, how's your pan? And no one knows what she's talking about. Yeah, this, this sounds like when I tried to get LFB to catch on for Los Feliz Boulevard. <laughs> <laughs> Would you say that? Like, how many times did you say it before you kind of gave it up? I'd say about two years. Yeah. Dude, Beth, I tried. I had one, too. It's a com- it's a classic it's a classic uh, LA rookie mistake. When I moved here I tried to um, make Sherman Oaks into the Shokes and nobody no, you didn't. Yeah, a, hey, we should call this the Shokes and nobody cared. No no one liked it. Um Beth, how are you doing? I mean, I'm over here. I'm in a robe. I'm avoiding work like to the point where I think it's reached the two week mark. And I, I'm just wondering like, who's the boss of me? I need <laughs> someone to... You know who it is, Beth. It's to- Tony Danza. <laughs> it's gotta be. If Mona. He, can you imagine if he fucking, if he walked into my front door right now, I would start working. <laughs> I'm he like, goes, so sorry, I'm, I'm going to do it. He walks in. Beth, what are you doing? Come on. You're on a deadline here. Beth, that is such, <laughs> that is such an astute, sort of description because it's like I feel it too yeah I, I, there's no self-starting anymore or something or it's but it's, that's yeah. so funny because our whole goal I don't know about you guys my whole goal not I mean it was my whole goal I had creative aspirations too but like one of the things I loved about being a stand-up the most was I was like my mantra was no boss no alarm clock like that's why I love this lifestyle because like no one's in charge but I guess it does change you're talking about writing work I guess it changes when you actually yeah yeah. Yeah, I like what you're saying. Though I agree with you. That's that is why I got into it. I think it's probably why a lot of us did. So you're because, um, you're um, writing for the you're writing for the all white reboot of Living Single, right? The white the whites only reboot of Living Single. Look, everybody's got to work right now. I'm not proud. <laughs> I'm not white proud. I just like. <laughs> I'm freaking doing pop up on a movie, and in I'm <laughs> reached the point where this morning I dodged, I dodged a producer call. I mean, <laughs> I have no good excuse over here. Well, here's an excuse: doing punch up on movies. That's it's actually one of the most difficult jobs in America. You think? No, it's <laughs> definitely the easiest possible job in all of Hollywood. It's not easy for everybody. <laughs> no, if you're ta- yeah, ninety nine percent of the people in the world can't do it. But once you can do it, it's the easiest job in the world. Yeah, what if you just did like an hour a day? I think you're right. I'm halfway through a 105-page script. I've reached a point where I'm not pushing past it. That being said, I already did punch up on it once. And some of my jokes made it in, which is great. This is basically... It's me being asked to see if I can make the straight man a little funnier. Hey, listen. Tell me that that's easy. I mean... (laughs) You're right. That's hard, especially if you're like also dealing with the news just in case i just yeah. want to say just in case people listening don't know what pun it even means to do punch up it's basically when a funny comedian like beth uh will go through a, a movie script that's been written and just kind of add jokes and and pitch them and they go what if they said yeah. this what if this was funny and it is uh, yeah you're right mm-hmm. i mean it's not easy because it requires a good comedic mind uh, but uh it's fun yeah i think it's almost like kind of like if you're not careful, which is what I've been doing, I'm going to wake up and do it. I'm going to feel recharged. Stays up till four in the morning. You know, then uh, I'm just going to feel like silly and in the mood. Uh, Starts talking to a guy that sucks. You know what I mean? I'm just like, (laughs) like, who am I going to freaking, 
freaking do it. It's fine. I am going to do it. I am. Um, currently just ate some pizza, was waiting for a call, watching what we do in the shadows. And, um, you know, I think my, my work time hours are about 1 a.m. to 4 a.m. These, these days. That's, I mean, but you know what? Maybe that's good for now. Yeah, there is. Yeah, some, I think. There is something about the pandemic where it feels like nothing matters. Consequences are bullshit. Time what? is an illusion. Who gives a fuck? Yeah, fun? our kid goes to bed at 10 and right. w- wakes up at like 8.30 and yeah. like that kind of works for us. Like if she was going to school, she'd have to get up earlier than that. We but... haven't fed her breakfast in months. <laughs> No, but I'm saying like... She looks great, though. She's very skinny, which is it's probably related. <laughs> no, but I just think like if something outside of your ordinary is working right now, it, I don't know. Yeah. I'm, I'm just kind of like trying to go with it a little bit. Natasha's been calling this period we're living through the new normal. Shut up, Moshe. <laughs> Moshe's first writing job. Like- that is my first writing job, actually. You're right. I know. I remember. I think it's kind of like... It's definitely a roller coaster, and then if you're a woman, like that hormone roller coaster, you're always straddling. So Brother, tell me about it. I got to live with one. Oh, yeah, <laughs> dude, it's true. Yesterday, you know, what happened? Thing is, what ha- oh, I, th- I thought you said yesterday. Oh yeah, I looked at my so my yesterday I did panel. My my specials coming out next week, and I I basically did uh, Team Coco's like whatever, like a little panel thing hosted by Moses. And I wait, 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 I know that podcasting is casual, but you can't throw <laughs> punch up Moses, Coco and panel in like one sentence and expect our listeners to know what the fuck you're talking about. <laughs> okay. Can I just say that I'm not trying to be elitist. I've just been here too long. And, <laughs> and honestly, I forgot this was being recorded. I just like, I'm happy to talk to you guys. <laughs> and, <laughs> Okay, so let me just say, there's like a li- my special girl daddy comes out HBO Max on HBO Max next Thursday. And let Friday. me just say, I've been watching clips on your Instagram. It is so funny that thing about the guinea pig. <laughs> wait, <laughs> wait, you. Beth, say the date because yeah. by the time this comes out, it probably will have been next Thursday already. So, what date does it come out? Okay, great. So, if it's past August twentieth, twenty twenty, you can watch it on HBO Max. Hell yeah. Girl Daddy. And you, yeah, and Beth is one Girl of the Daddy. best. I said it before we called you, but I'll say it to your ear. Beth is one of the best, funniest stand-ups. Just the best. So Moses- I'm honored you say that. I, I, you know I, how much I've always admired you as a stand-up. Oh, thanks. It's true. I mean, both of you for real. But so why did you, you once tell me and text me that you admire my stand-up and not Natasha's? Wait. Remember when Did you texted me and you were like, I don't admire Natasha's stand-up, Moshe. but I do admire your stand-up. I think of you as a good comedian, but Natasha not as much. Remember? Is this the, is this the lie part? Are the two truths and a lie? <laughs> yeah, which one's true? Wait, I want to hear the rest of the story. Okay, so you have a special coming out. So you're with Moses comes on stage. Well, who's Moses? <laughs> So I, I did the interview with Moses, but anyway, I wake up, my face is totally broken out around my chin. I look at my calendar and I had already written, be careful, which means I'm ovulating. So <laughs> it, Wait, so you write, be careful in your calendar just so you can have yeah. it. <laughs> oh, you yeah, mean you don't know. have unprotected sex? Exactly. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I'm gonna t- obviously, I'll text you the photo of it, but it's like, 
I looked over there and I'm like, okay, per- yep, that makes perfect sense. I'm having, by the way, it's a Zoom interview panel type promo thing. So it's not the end of the world. I'm not over here like, my face is broken out on TV. With Moses like, Storm hey. from Team Coco, yes. a.k.a. Conan O'Brien, doing panel, which is an interview for a talk yes. show type situation. Broken yeah, out. Yeah, where you're kind of like, where you're getting like, you're sometimes you're shoehorning bits. It depends on what the show is. You know, like if you're doing Bob and Tom radio, you have to give them like, I have a joke about biking in the winter. And then you go on and they're like, so I hear you bike in the winter. <laughs> and then you tell a joke. Yeah, Bob. This is a little... I do bike in the winter. <laughs> have you ever noticed that biking in the winter, you're slipping and sliding all over the place? Um, okay. So then what happens? Oh, I, I honestly, we went on such a tangent. I forget where I was even going with that. I think I was just saying we're on the roller coaster of the pandemic in the sense that some weeks you're the pan, some weeks you're good, you're, you're feeling positive. Maybe you got a little a new little job or something cool happened, or you created something that you like, even if it's just like one new joke or something that you'll never be able to tell to a live crowd again. I think it's like you have a little spike, but then we're also on the hormone roller coaster and that like really plays a difference in your emotions and how you perceive things. And all I'm saying is it's just hormones are such a real thing. Has it been investigated that boys have any sort of thing going on with them internally? They have like, no, we have no, actually men have nothing going on internally. (laughs) It's just, all we hear is like Snoop Dogg beats. Like when in a quiet moment in the woods, it's just sublime playing. If you put your ear to your stomach, you just hear sperm swimming. I feel like somehow it's like that. that are you are you seriously suggesting that women are having a harder time in the pandemic than men because they have pandemic plus hormone? I mean, I haven't even thought about that. No, honestly, I actually wasn't suggesting that. I was just sort of saying that from my own personal experience. I've noticed, like, I got into it with somebody on Twitter who kind of came for me, and I cried. And then I got my period the next day. Mm. You know, like, I just felt like I'm just sharing my personal experience where I feel like no, my I, body's I feel, rocking. Yeah, I feel the same way. Like, I, sometimes I'll just wake up, like, and be such a bitch to Moshe. I have noticed that. <laughs> and then, and, I have noticed that. And then I'll, you're saying then all of a sudden. And then I realize, oh, I'm on my period. You know, um, speaking of n- the wisdom of Natasha, Natasha helped me break. I don't. I haven't gotten into a fight on Twitter in probably four years, and it's beca- it's all because of Natasha. I just don't do it anymore. She just talked to me in such a way that I realized, oh. like, that it was I had convinced myself that it was like maybe a part of my brand to like fight with people on Twitter. But then I, but then Natasha pointed out to me like, you're spending all day fighting with some with a stranger, you never winning, and you feel bad. What's the point of this? And I, it, it was the, mm-hmm. it was a the end I, I haven't fought with a stranger on twitter since well it's not I'm, like i'm genuinely happy to hear that i think maybe i should try to adopt i think i've just naturally since that even last time because you know obviously i talked about it and went you know in therapy about it because i was just like how could this get to me you know yeah. how could this get to me so deeply well, the secret where, i think the secret beth is to not respond to the first comment ever yeah. It because the first comment hurts but it never destroys you. 
The, what destroys you is yeah. when you spend eight hours trying to find the ultimate comeback uh, w- that will make the person concede and you can't and you're mm-hmm. like, I'm a professional yeah. and they're just some guy in Peoria who like d- voted for Trump and doesn't like abortion mm-hmm. or whatever. <laughs> like, right. you, And all of a sudden, right. and he's winning and you're like, I fucking want to just jump off a building. Also, how often do people <laughs> ever like change their viewpoint? Well, you, Not, like never, especially but, from Twitter. Yeah, but don't you want to feel like I'm a comedian? I can really slam this guy so hard he'll be like, you know yeah. what? Fuck you! I'm out of here. See, Beth, that's what men have that women don't have. <laughs> <laughs> Whatever that instinct is. Then I'm call me a man, baby. <laughs> <laughs> because I'm over here. Like I want to. Like it is true though. You're like on the clock for that. And it fucking rocked me for, I, I don't want to exaggerate and say like 24 hours cause I did other things that day, but really all day. I want to say like 10 in the morning till five. Beth, can I, I cried. I want to check your yeah. timeline. When was that exactly that that happened? Like I tell you. No, just, no, I'm not going to go look. I'm just, I'm trying to match up the timeline of you spending 10 hours fighting with a troll on Twitter and when this punch up script is due. If they were at the same time. I'm like, okay. I think I found the okay. culprit. Um, well, you know what? Sometimes you just got to let it out. No, it's true. Yeah. I mean, honestly, I I feel like I had to get I had to have enough fights with enough idiots. That's the real truth. These people are fucking idiots. Like the the kind they of person, really the kind of person that has the time to leap into a stranger's mentions just to talk shit is just like the fucking the lowest form of internet person. It's just like why why would I? You're like you got a special on HBO Max. Or you're doing punch up for um for for the new Birth of a Nation in, movie, and you know it's like that's what I remember. I remember in the early the days. Not true. Do you remember the early days of the comedy internet? A special thing. Mm-hmm. I won't name names, yes. but I was a new com- a new comedian at, when it first kind of hit the scene, and people. It was the beginning of people talking it was the early days of people talking shit on the internet and then all comedy stuff happened and so then everybody was on a special thing talking about comedy remember taj and beth and sometimes invariably people would start talking shit about comedians and they sometimes would talk shit about famous comedians and sometimes famous comedians i won't mention who would jump onto this comedy message board and like defend themselves and go like, how dare you? I guess you don't like, it's not for everybody. I guess you got to be smart to enjoy this kind of content. And then, and I remember being a new comedian reading that and going, oh my God, like how do they, that's so, like they shouldn't be doing that. Why they're, do they care? Yeah, they're yeah. famous. That's a famous Bad person. Look. I've seen that person on TV and now it's like, that's society. Everybody's constantly fighting and defending themselves. Well, you can't invent something like the internet and hope only the cool people will get on it. <laughs> That's true. Yeah, it's true. <laughs> and also, we're just so, it's like, I think sometimes, like, you've seen really, I've seen authors and brilliant people I admire either not ever be on Twitter or leave Twitter. And I'm like, they're right. They're 100% right. Yeah. <laughs> it's just, the, and I think the ones I've won, though, they like the fights with trolls that you like, win those are like that's what keeps you going because <laughs> you're like <laughs> i really freaking stuck it to him there like i go back and look at it and smile I'm hilarious. It out, it. you read it to your therapist he's like well, okay you got that one <laughs> <laughs> that one you was a win i had a guy once start trolling me saying i wasn't funny or something and i 
I got him to agree to open for me at Acme in Minneapolis. <gasps> I was like, I was on the hook for it. I was like, okay, I'm gonna, I'm, I'm setting this up. You think you're funny? You come try it. And he was like, I, I am funny. I'm funnier than you. And I was like, I will literally, I'll be in your town in in a week. I'm. Oh will, you, will you do a God. set? And of course, the guy just went radio silent. He just disappeared. He said yes, and then when my manager contacted him, he disappeared. And that that felt like a huge win. That is a huge win. I love to hear that. That's genuinely making me happy. I just don't want to be involved in that that realm of life, really. Natasha's more involved <laughs> than us, Beth. You don't. I see that you don't. I see you as superior to me. To be honest, I'd see you as superior to me as well in the exact same way. The kind of yeah. instincts that you and I have, Beth, they're they're uh, they're ugly and they're tiny. They're like yep. they're not the big part of us. To like, you're right, no. Natasha, you are superior. You win, okay? hundred percent. And you're pretty. Yep. Hey, I Beth, think so too. You're pretty yeah. and I I wanna see you more. Because of how pretty yeah, she is? Yes. <laughs> yeah. Are you in LA now again? Yeah, it's crazy. I don't know if I've ever been here this long. Maybe even when I first moved or something. But, you know, you always leave for something or tour. This is the longest I've straight been here, which is pretty wild. I was, like, definitely enjoying it first. And, you know, I, I do like being alone. Solitude is nice. And just, but, yeah, I don't know. I get I, I start changing things around my house lately or I don't know. I guess I have been here for a long time. You can, are you I gonna, get weird with that. You're going to cry right now? <laughs> What? Are you about to cry? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, honestly, because I have you on speaker and I'm in my my Twitter mentions fighting for people. Wait, that's Beth, why. Beth, do you want to do you want to call? Can we call a few people and give advice? Of course. Yeah, let's make a call. Are they live? Yeah, they're live. They'll be they'll be here, and we'll find out what well, makes them cry. Yeah, like they've been like. You know, our producers like called them, so they know we're calling. They've okay, been heavily great. vetted. vetted. But we yeah. can cut anything Hell out. Yeah. What do you mean we'll cut anything out? I'm just saying it's <laughs> not live. Worried? Well, it's not like we have if a straight... I oh, I got you. We don't yeah, have yeah, like yeah. a straight tube to, you know, the, you guys... Yeah. yeah, no, this is going out uh, live on Raw Dog Radio. <laughs> <laughs> We're going to call Erica in New York. It's late in New York. Erica yeah, is a is night it? owl more than you, Beth. Let's call her. That's true. Does she know She's it's over one, there at the it's 1 a.m. Okay. Right. Does the woman in New York know it's 1 a.m.? <laughs> yeah, I think she does. <laughs> I just meant like, does she know it's it's Pacific time that we're calling it? Why would she care? Because she wouldn't have agreed to it if maybe she thought it was. Yeah. Hello? Erica. <gasps> yes. Are you okay? Beth, are you okay? <laughs> Hello. I'm so excited that she answered. Uh, that's Beth Stelling. I'm Moshe Kasher, and this is Natasha Legero. How are you? Hi. 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 What an honor. Our honor. Our, thank you for staying up late with us. <laughs> yes, of course. What's going on? Why did you contact us? How can we help you or make fun of um, you? Well, I'm. I'm waiting for you to make fun of me and help me. I see a therapist twice a week, but now I'm turning to you guys. Um, so Bad sign. I <laughs> help where you can get it. So I broke up with someone a month before COVID. And in the past couple months, we started having casual sex. So I'm having casual sex with my ex. 
And I don't know if it's an energy blocker for something, the real deal, or if it's an energy creator. Oh, been mm. there. Do you see a future been with you there, guys? Done that. Who broke up with you? Okay, so I mean, in a way, he broke up with me, but he kind of made it. But he kind of forced me to break up with him. In a way, like he he just so once it like started getting serious, he started being like, I don't know, I don't know, I don't know, you know, I don't know, like I don't know, and I'm just like, well, if you don't know, I can't be here. And then you were like, if if you don't know, then I will only <laughs> fuck you every Friday from now on. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I'm drawing a line in the sand. I'm going to take a two week break, and I'll be back weekly. Yeah, once it once it was, you know, four months of just no, no touch, then you're like, all right, is this a pandemic placeholder? And I, yeah, I'm I'm allowing for it, but I'm it also does feel like good to get touched. What's that? It, you were in a touch desert, you know, and then it's kind of almost makes it more less. No, you were in the touch <laughs> desert. <laughs> yeah. What do you think, guys? What do you? I I have some instincts on this, but I well, I mean, uh, okay. Here's my here's my question to you. I always think that people generally know the answer. You're seeing a therapist twice a week. Now you're calling a a a, a pseudo uh, advice uh, podcast. Generally, I think people that call this this hotline they want to be made fun of, and they also kind of already know the answer. So it's like. Do do you you want to know if it's an energy blocker or an energy creator? I mean, do you still have feelings for him? I mean, yes, in the sense that, like, and I'm I'm an emotional person, but I don't see a future for a multitude of reasons. But I'm saying, like, okay. and I know yeah. you're an emotional person. You're abroad. Let's get real. But I'm saying, like. <laughs> Do, do you do you know it's just it's connected to a conversation we were having earlier erica no offense um, um, <laughs> um i want to be included well well actually we can include you we beth was saying she thinks that the pandemic is even more difficult for women in some ways because they're also they get hormone they can get hormonal and they are so we're all having this low-grade hormonal experience of the pandemic and then what do women you, have mm-hmm. these spikes what do you think of that I agree with that. Um, yeah. Three against one, most. I'm not a. I'm merely an observer here. You know what else? You know what else? It plays a role at where you are in your life before the pandemic hit, too. So you know, I we, you don't need to tell us your age, but it's like if you're 22, you're like, oh, whatever, we'll live through this. If you're in your 30s or mid 30s or late 30s, it's like, are we going to waste our time here? Like, it, and it also depends on your goals or you know when it comes to our relationship. Are you kind of looking for a life partner? I see myself as someone who is going to have lots of great, ideally, relationships that come and go in my life throughout the rest of my life, I hope. You know, I think it's like it takes practice letting go. That's what I am the worst at. And I may have known it's run its course. Maybe it was just a physical thing. Maybe it was we get it off right away but then it sizzled and it's just like the letting go part is the hardest and you can't really find someone new if there's someone who would like wants to be touched or paid attention to which which we're all human so i think it's it's just one of those things where it's, it's more of the time yeah 
It's super hard to let go. It's very difficult to let go, especially if you don't have a next. You know, I call it being a Tarzan dater. Before you let go of one dick, you're swinging to the next. <laughs> and the, the freaking pandemic put a little wall up there. Right. There's no right. right. You, you, hit a, you, hit, your way. you hit a tree like George of the Jungle. Yeah, it's uh, exactly. maybe you need to be a little easy on yourself right now because the reality is it's almost unsafe to go out and try to swing on to another that dick right too. now. He said something crazy to me, but then I like mulled on it. He said to me, why don't we be exclusive in like the umbrella of COVID? Why don't we be exclusive until we meet other people? <laughs> <laughs> so, you know what? That sounds like... It think- sounds like my life story. Hey, you know what that I is? I was like, wait, isn't that a relationship? No, be- no, Beth, Erica, we call that something. That's called that's called the law of the jungle. That's what we call that. <laughs> that's boy. We're not the only. You're not the only Tarzans out there. I mean, yeah. Erica, Erica, my instinct is my inst my gut tells me. I, what Natasha and Beth are saying are true. It's like it almost doesn't matter because we're all on pause right now. So like, who cares if you're blocking your energy? Because there's nowhere to right. put it. There's nowhere to put it, even if it was open. But if the question is like, is is this casual thing holding you back from meeting people that you would have a, a chance of a relationship with? My experience is, or my opinion is. Uh, is that you don't usually start casual relationships with people who merely two weeks ago you had emotional relationships with. That's not ca- that doesn't feel mm-hmm. casual to me. Casual is hey you're hot I'm hot let's fuck for a while till we find somebody. I've had I've had those relationships, but it's not usually like well I could have fa- fallen in love with you maybe, but since you're not interested in that casual it is. Yeah, I agree with that, yeah. and I also think that. You know, does it offer you the as as it stands right now more good than bad? That's a good question, right? And if it's, it. if it's more good, then just keep doing it. But if he keeps saying things that are like annoying and like make you feel bad about yourself and like a loser and whatever it is, he's not. This like, just happened to me. It, this, it, it, and then it's so crazy. I'll say something like that, like let's just fuck people with one another's, and you and you're like, you know what? You talk to your friends, you talk to your therapist, you talk to your other therapist. And then you talk to, you know, people over and over again. And they're like, that guy sucks. And then he texts you like, you want to have pizza? You're like, I'll be there in five minutes. Like, <laughs> what does, that's what worries me. That's what worries me. You're like, I do like pizza. Um, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but it's not I personal. simple pleasures right now. Erica, it's not personal. It's hard not to take it personal, though. Much. Of course. I hear you on that. Like, no, you're right. How can you convince yourself? You know, chemistry is so real. Compatibility is real. You might even have physical chemistry. And then once the Mm -hmm. compatibility kicks in or incompatibility, you lose that physical chemistry. And then you have to just basically admit to each other, well, that was what it was. It was fun at the beginning and here we are. So what do we do? (sighs) It's, It's hard not to have it bruise your ego. Yeah, Even there's you know yeah. that you both know it's not right. There's also the portal problem, which is that I always picture like every person who you've um who you've ever had sex with, you you've created a portal between your genitals and their genitals and it it'll <laughs> always be there. Like it'll get faint over time like a black You're hole right. that is uh, collapsing on itself, but it'll always be there a little bit. But that's why it's so easy to go fuck exes because you're always like, well, we've already fucked. I mean, we're not really opening a can of worms actually. It's we're just like we're just like unsealing an opened can of worms. Like so it's so easy to fall into that <laughs> yeah. groove, but um I would give yourself just two more months. Give her t- That's nice. How about that? Give 
get myself off? No, give him two more months. <laughs> Fuck him for two months and oh, then move on and oh, then break up with yeah. break break up with him at a in a power position. Right at the holidays. Yeah, I like that, <laughs> Natasha. <laughs> That's good. Get the power back. Fuck him for two months because you want to be touched. And then before um the pandemic stops, you say, Oh, I didn't meet anybody, but I'm just over it and walk yeah. away. Yeah, when the seasons change. I love that. All right, well. You're welcome. Thank you. You solved it. Good luck. Yeah. (laughs) Nice talking to you. Thank you. Love you guys. Love you too. Thank you, Erica. Bye. Yeah, Beth, I'm with you. It's like it it doesn't help yourself, you know, like it it makes you feel bad when people say hurtful things to you. Well, it's also Yeah, and then I think sometimes I'm like, maybe maybe I this last one like turned me inside out, made me think too much. I'm like, am I over here? thinking about that repeatedly, like just replaying the tapes and he's over there like fucking whatever, diddling around, not thinking about it at all. Or was that as pointed as I think it was? (laughs) Oh, I, that's why I was saying it's not personal, Beth, is because I remember thinking back on my dating life and I was like the king of, I'm not looking for anything serious for like decades and I remember mm-hmm. I can think back on my love life and think about the things I said in the service of keeping things casual, you know, the things I allowed myself yeah. to say to people I was dating. They were so callous and hurtful in hindsight. And at the time, it got better as I got older. So it was a lot worse when I was young. But at the time mm-hmm. I said it, I meant nothing by it. It was just like maybe it was subconscious or maybe I was or maybe I just didn't know how to act. But I would say a thing and I would think like, what? Why wouldn't I say that? We're casual. Why wouldn't I say, let's just be exclusive until we find someone else? Like, why wouldn't I say, yeah, I'm packing condoms to go on vacation uh, on the road with somebody I was dating in front of me? You know, like these things that are like, I look back and it kind of takes my breath away. Like, how could I have thought that was an okay thing to say? But at the time, it it meant nothing. It had no charge. I wasn't like... It was just your emotional immaturity. Exactly. Yeah. It was... that so but that's what yes. What if they're thirty eight? You know what I mean. It does change <laughs> things like... a bit. Yes, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it does change things a bit. But I think you had such good advice for her, and I, I, I would definitely feel better. I hope so. If I, I were her, I liked your advice. Your advice was very concrete. It was like fuck him for, for two sure. months, move on in power. <laughs> I loved it. It was a plan. Um, should we take another call or do you want to, uh, well, we could, or we, you we, don't have to stay on the phone with us if you're tired, honey. Beth whatever. wants to hang out with us. I love hanging. Now we're going to call Kelsey in Portland, Oregon. Ooh, I love Portland. Me too. I would live there. Austin, Austin, Portland, San Francisco, New York. Kelsey. Hello. Yes. Hey, it's on. It's it's Antifa General Headquarters calling. We heard that you guys are a a hotbed of activity, and we wanted to send you out on a mission. (laughs) All right. What do I got to (laughs) do? Just tell us why you called. I guess. Tell us why we. It's Natasha Gero, Moshe Kasher, and our friend Beth Stelling is on the phone. How you doing? Hey. How's it going? It's great. It's Hello. great. Good evening. Um, so I am about to enter my last semester of my bachelor's degree, and I'm going to be auditing the class of a professor that 
I was kind of vibing um, last fall. Love it. And I... <laughs> and I got some indicators that he was possibly into me too. What were the um, indicators? So, <laughs> what were the indicators? Um, I he opened the door for me. What? I said he opened the door for me. No. <laughs> <laughs> um, there was like some body language stuff. Um, what was the like... body language? <laughs> Oh my God, it's so hard to get through this without laughing. Um, there was a lot of like mirroring of body language. Or, like... <laughs> mirroring of body language? I'm doing a classic theater exercise called mirror. Yeah, it was an improv professor. <laughs> mirroring each other. Um, he did, okay, the, he so... did the international sign for cunnilingus. I did the international <laughs> sign for cunnilingus. <laughs> I think it's it's safe to say maybe he was giving you vibes. Well, but... yeah. Was there anything other than mirroring of body language? <laughs> anything other from your human sexuality 101 <laughs> textbook? Um, I mean, you know, when you can just like feel it, like sure. uh, there was we. Um, Occasionally, there's like lectures at my school, and he sat down next to me at one of them, and I just feel like a lot of sexual tension, and it's sort of like you know when it's like kind of like both of you are kind of just like a little awkward and weird, sure. And for a lot of the time, I wasn't sure if it's just I'm awkward and maybe he feels that, um, and he's just actually a nice guy. You can just tell that I'm really into the class or whatever. Well, is yeah, or, is he just a nice guy or is he a piece of shit? That is yeah. really in, is really into you. <laughs> it's like why <laughs> weird Those choices. Are the two <laughs> Those are your choices. Is he, is he kind or does he like you? <laughs> um, he definitely like likes me at least as a student. You know, he thinks I'm cool. I can tell from that. Ooh, wouldn't um, that be a I brutal just... letdown when you if you reveal your feelings to him and he says, "Listen, Kelsey, I like you <laughs> as a student." <laughs> <laughs> Wait, so so what's, like, what's I don't even like you at all. It's only because I was talking. Wait, so what's the, what's the whole setup though? Yeah, so um at the end of the semester I asked him for coffee and he said for he what? was down. For what? Coffee. For, oh, coffee. For coffee. Yeah. yeah. And then he said he was down um and then uh when I when I emailed him we like set a date but the date ended up being like as soon as the COVID shutdowns happened. March 20th. So then it was like quarantine <laughs> ever since. Sure. Um, so we never really got to have that and like school went online and all that. And now it's going to be online this upcoming semester. And I'm going to be auditing his class. And I was wondering if you guys had any advice on like... Um, how to, how to, how to, oh, how to get your professor to, cre- uh, to perform a, an ethical breach of his... Uh, <laughs> duties as a professor and get him himself fired how how can we get this professor fired over zoom it doesn't seem easy but we can maybe do it what if you did a filter that's an actual photo of your real tit (laughs) over your tit great advice every time i turn off my camera (laughs) so let me just get this clear a bachelor's that's like Everyone's like old. Like, are no, you not young, allowed? Young. No, 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 that's just like your four-year degree. But <laughs> wait, no, hold on, hold on, Kelsey. On Kelsey, hold on, what? hold on, hold on. Okay. Let's just take oh, a moment. No, 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 no. Let's take a moment to pause <laughs> and focus on how long Natasha was in college. Just how long she spent. There. She's like everybody. When you get your bachelor's, you're like thirty-two, thirty-three, right? <laughs> I did go to college. 
college for nine years. I know you did. <laughs> okay. Well, I've been in college for eight, so yeah. I well, it's hard you. too because you, sometimes you transfer on your credits, and you can only take a half half a semester, and then you have to work, take a sure, semester sure. off to work. And anyway, the point totally. is, the point is, is it is it how old are you? I'm twenty six. Twenty six. Twenty six. So, are you not allowed to? Fuck your professor. No, you're not. <laughs> Kelsey, you're not. So, <laughs> I think you are. You are? So the rules the rules at my school is if they're not your if they're not your teacher, which um I don't know where because I'm not gonna be like scheduled on the class. I'm just gonna be like getting the Zoom code from him and just like sitting in, in the class. So I don't know where the rules on that would be. But like the rules for my school is if they're not your teacher and they're not like your superior, like they're not like your advisor or your master's, like or your master. <laughs> what kind of school yeah, like, is this? If you're getting your master's and they're like your advisor or whatever. Okay. Um, right. Let me. Okay. Then, so yeah. let me ask. So you they s- don't care because like a lot of actually a lot of professors um, at my school have dated their students or are now married to their stu- previous students. Oh and- my god! Is that why you chose the school? <laughs> <laughs> we're trying to get. <laughs> you're gonna. You're like. I'm going to get my MRS degree. Wait, Kelsey. I have. A, I have a couple questions. Are, yeah. Are you taking the Zoom audit be, because of your education, or is it just in the hopes of uh, hooking up with this guy? Oh no, definitely for my education. I actually I went into his class because it's. It wasn't exactly associated with my major, but it's a class we have to take. Um, because it's like he teaches a section, like a subject where like two of the classes he teaches have to do with my major. And I went into the class being like, oh, this is going to be so stupid. Why am I going to have to take this class? And then I get into it and I was like, wow, this is actually way more pertinent to what I'm going to be doing in my field than half of my actual classes um, wow. that are in my major. You, so you really talked up. yourself into this. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> this guy somehow is exactly applicable. I mean, I thought I wanted to be a psychologist, but this animal husbandry class really is applicable. Um, it's not like that different. Can, can I'm, I ask- I'm pursuing large. I'm pursuing large veterinary animal <laughs> medicine, and he's a We make it work. I feel I feel very old fashioned in a way because I've never asked a guy out like. Do you guys, do you, yeah. you, you, you asked him out, right? Yeah. And I mean, I was extremely nervous about it and he was still my professor at that time. So I asked him out for coffee and he was like, yeah, definitely. And then was like, oh yeah. Uh, but like, what about And then I was like, I got nervous and I didn't want to come straight out being like, oh, on a date because he was my professor at that point. And then I also didn't want to like backpedal and be like, oh, I just want to talk to you about my career. And so I was like, yeah. oh, um, I think, I just think you're cool. So, so and then, wait, I have a yeah. question. So when you ask, so oh, like, wait, let's, wait, no, this is important. Oh, okay. Go she ahead. said, I just think you're cool. And then what he said, I thought that was you, Kelsey, t- telling Natasha, hold on, this is important. <laughs> I thought that was a bold move for a guest, but no, it was just our rude friend, Beth. I'm sorry. <laughs> um, uh, yeah. So he, he was like, yeah, okay, cool. Like he was, giving me a lot of eye contact, like being like, hell yeah. Like, it seems like he was like, yeah, like, yeah. Almost like, like, I'm so glad you came in. Almost like he was giving you some mirroring, right? Oh, yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Tons of mirroring. (laughs) And you're just getting hornier and hornier with every mirroring move. (laughs) Dude, but 
that mirroring though, it was like that was like some legit stuff. Oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> We're not doubting it. Um well I guess all right, here was my question. So let's say you go to this coffee. He doesn't really know what it's about. So you guys, and he seems a little like bumbling professor person. So you guys are like having your coffee and then do you just kind of start to like caress him or what's your plan? <laughs> <laughs> because he doesn't know that you're interested in him. He thinks that you have like a question. And when he's like, so what is this about? What is your plan? I guess. And yeah, maybe get a biscotti and ask if he wants to dip it in your cup. Right. <laughs> Or just shove it as far as you can down your throat. <laughs> well, I was hoping that like coffee would happen and then I could kind of like get more of a feel of if I'm like reading this correctly or not. And then if I was, maybe try to like merge it across the fence or whatever a little more. Um and they kind of go from there because I didn't through want to almost, like, you, you might even say you might even say take it through the looking glass right yeah from, from, sure. from mirroring all the way through the looking glass <laughs> oh my god <laughs> like I should have just never said that. <laughs> <laughs> okay 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 uh, so okay. what's your question yeah so I want to know what you guys think I can do with it being First, an online class to kind of push it outside of just like a classroom setting i think I beth was right email him spread eagle get like naked zoom oh it'll God. be very obvious no, I, first of all i have i have the best thing you have to figure out you have to find out if he has a girlfriend yeah so i know or for a sure he's not married or no kids and <laughs> she didn't mention like, either of those things <laughs> no he totally yeah. did I mean, it, and he doesn't it, have a ring. Is he? But you don't know if he's single. He might be in like a. Yeah, he might have a girlfriend, but he didn't mention anything, anyone significant in his life, and he's he's pretty open about like talking about his personal life and stuff like that. I and mean, there were some times that like he was talking about his life to where it would have made sense to bring up if you had a partner in that moment, and he didn't. Um, and so I don't know for sure that he's single, but. You know, or maybe he was single then and he might not be single now or. Oh, ooh, I know. Yeah. I already know. I, I know what you should do. Yeah. I think, Fuck I think... him for two months and then kick him to the curb before the pandemic ends. <laughs> <laughs> no, no. Check it out. You need to write him a flirty email. Yeah. And okay. you, you have to be willing to then be embarrassed. Yes. If he does respond like, I'm so sorry, I have a girlfriend. But like, I remember before I dated Moshe, someone I knew sent me an email and asked me to do something. And then it was something at the end where I was like, oh, he he means romantically. And then I was able to write back, you know, I'm I'm sorry, but I'm you know, seeing someone, whatever. Excuse me? Wait a minute. Wait, yeah. wait, wait, wait. I'm just wait, saying, wait. like, who? What? Oh, it's you, Beth? No, but I'm just saying, like, I think there's something to letting someone know you're, in. if you're going to ask a guy out, why not at least find out if he's like, just figure out a charming way to say it so he can give you a yes or no that he's even interested. You agree. Know? I agree. For sure. I say, so agree. Say you get the Zoom email, right, for the class or the Zoom link. Why don't you just yeah. say you didn't? Like you should email him and say, "I didn't get the Zoom. All I know <laughs> I is hate the this. password." Is I like it. I hate this. Sixty-nine, sixty-nine. Oh. Well, <laughs> <laughs> well. So I do have to email him. So last time we talked was me asking if I could audit the class, and he was like, "Oh yeah, like certainly we can find you a seat or whatever." Certainly then, is not. I'm. I don't love the word certainly. <laughs> 
Yeah. He kind of talks like that, though. I don't know. I don't. That's not feeling mirroring to me. Certainly. That- <laughs> Um, but yeah, and then he was like, oh yeah, like you can certainly like sit in the class, blah, blah, blah. And then I was like, okay, cool. Like I'll check in when school starts or whatever. And then he was like, all right, sounds good. See you next semester. And then I love you. He's like, like, (laughs) he was like, hopefully in person. And so I have to. No, no. How old is he? He's like 30, somewhere in his 30s. And he's like kind of cute. Like probably a lot of girls have a crush on him, right? Yeah, he's a pretty good-looking guy. This is what I think. This is <laughs> what I think. I'm just saying, like, you're probably not alone, and maybe it's actually good. If someone was my professor, I probably would consider asking them out if I wanted to go out with them or at least overtly flirting with them because they can't really do it to you. He, he, this is yeah. this is the problem. I, I'm hearing a, a number of little teeny like miniature red flags, which is you keep <laughs> guessing about things that you think were signals about romance. I'll see you in person. So he might have meant that he hopes to see your hot bod, but he also might have meant, like we all mean, hopefully this pandemic will end. Or he's mirror, he's he's mirroring you. He might have been like doing a seductive like mating ritual. He also might have just been brushing his hair aside. Like there's all these little things that you don't have any clear information. And I think probably you're auditing the class a little bit because you have a crush on him. I didn't believe you when you said that at all. And she talked louder than she had for the rest of the call. So I just think Natasha's right. You should email the guy, take away the mystery, and just say, hey, I'm about to do this class with you, but you know, I asked you for coffee last semester, and maybe... Maybe I, I was being a little flirty. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, I, exactly. I was, And just so you know, I was asking you out. Like, I want to make sure... Sh- like, I'd love to still do that, even if it's only over Zoom, but I don't, you know, before... And then always say at the end, too, no pressure. Of course. Like, just be very easygoing about it so it doesn't put... I mean, if if you are, which you seem like you are. I think that's the... Yeah. Get some answers, because you're just over here guessing through Zoom. And if he says no, don't take the class. That's right. Agreed. Hard agree. I, I really do want to take the class. Like, I know you don't believe me, but I really do want to take this class. <laughs> um... And I do, I do have to email him for the Zoom code. Like I have to check in to be like, hey, like what's going on with the class? Like what's the Zoom code? Or like he might be doing okay. like videos or whatever. Beth is going to tell you what to do. Okay, look, when, you know, you get the Zoom code from him, he gives it to you. Then you reply and you say, are you sure that's the code? Because I'm pretty sure it's you plus me equals us. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> oh my god. He's he's not her he's he's not her elementary school professor. <laughs> I'm worried. Like I just don't I'm scared that if you ask him before, what's the point? You can't see him anyway. What if he's real COVID scared? Then you gotta take the class. It's kinda of, you're in between a rock and a hard place. I say just take the class. Maybe you'll fall in love with him. Yeah, because I think that dating your teacher, like I remember I had the biggest crush on one of my acting. It was like a critical thinking. I don't know, but it was like he I, that was not it was just in my mind. Right. I'm not saying yours is, but I think sometimes when people are really brilliant teachers, you can often like fall in love with this facet. I, I don't know. It's like their mind and it has absolutely nothing to do with your compatibility I agree. or anything. So it's like, you know, and, and it's really confusing. So I. I don't yeah. know. It Wait. just feels like there'd be a lot of dynamics that would be hard to navigate. Kelsey, did you say this is your last semester of school? Yeah, and then I'll be graduated. Okay, well, your your answer then is obvious. We can combine everybody's advice. You take the class, 
see if that energy is still there. See if he does any zoom mirroring. Although I think that might be a a technology. (laughs) Honestly, I think that's a technology available in the zoom software. So don't overthink it. But just see if you see if you're still feeling him at the end of the class, right? Because there's nothing you can do anyway. At the end of the class, if all goes well, you say. You know, at the end of last semester, email him directly. At the end of last semester, I asked you for coffee. Can I, can I do the email again? Oh, yes, and please. Yes. Say, at the, you, you, say, just so you know, dear doc, professor, whatever, I tested negative for COVID, but I'm positive I'm in love with you. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> and for HIV. But... <laughs> Um, I think that's this, your solution. Take the class, see if you're still feeling them at the end of it, then email him and say... And make sure the email is not vague. Yeah, exactly. Okay. A semester ago, yeah. I asked you for coffee. Now I'm asking you maybe to go for a COVID-safe hike, but I am asking you on a date now that I'm graduated. Yeah. Just be fucking blunt, and then you'll find out. All right, cool. Okay, well, glad we could help. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, guys. Bye. Well, Beth, you had such good advice. You really did. Well, thanks. I had fun with you guys. Love uh, s- you. Same here. Love, love you too. Sorry I interrupted you that one time, Cox. <laughs> I was just What'd kidding. She Sorry she interrupted you that one time. <laughs> <laughs> Motion interrupts me all the time. That's actually something we argue oh, about. Oh, shut up. The opposite <laughs> is true. We got into a fight the other day about interrupting, and Natasha was like, well, what about the podcast? Do you not want me to interrupt you on the podcast? I was like, that's not the same thing. We're talking about different things right now. Anyway, let's not get into that. Let's get into this. Beth, you should come yeah. over to our front yard and sit 10 feet away, and we can wave at each other in person from a COVID-safe distance. Okay. That sounds good. And we, we were thinking maybe Thursday. Yeah. Oh, well, Thursday it is. That's the same day, just FYI, to warn you that Natasha invited my family over for empanada. So there's a possibility you're going to meet my mom, no, stepfather, and brother. Okay. In the day. Um, great. Um, I look forward to it. Wait, and everyone watch Beth's special. Yes, Girl Daddy. Yeah. Girl Daddy? Girl Daddy on, on HBO Max. Beth truly is one of the funniest stand-ups you in America. You are an amazing stand-up comedian. And an amazing person. And we love you. And we're glad to call you friend. I love you so much. Thank you, guys. Okay, bye, Beth. Um, I'm going to eat some ice cream. I love it. Finish that punch-up. <laughs> I will. Okay, All bye. Right, bye, guys. Bye. Well, that was a nice episode, Tosh. Yeah, we need like a we need a fireplace. For this, for the set here, <laughs> it would be nice to have a wood burning fireplace going. It would be hard to podcast though. I feel like I would just melt. Yeah, I hear you. But you know what else makes me melt every time? What you and when you look at me, you know why? <laughs> why? Because I love you, dude. I love you too.